Earlier this week, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's war cabinet held a meeting. In attendance were some of the freed hostages, as well as families of those who were still inside Gaza. Now, this meeting did not go well. Afterwards, leaked audio was published on the Israeli news site Ynet. You could hear people ripping into Netanyahu over the government's response right to his face. A freed hostage said, quote, you have no information, and accused him of putting politics over the return of the kidnapped. You know, people tell me, you can find another boyfriend. Find another boyfriend. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. I'm, I'm asking from all the world to help us to see Jennifer Mester was at that meeting. Her boyfriend, Andrei Kozlov, was taken by Hamas from the Nova Music Festival on October 7th. She told CNN she doesn't even know if he's alive. I know the other people, the Palestinian people suffer, and I won't lie about it. I know that we both suffer. But it's been two months that we, Israeli people, don't know. Today it's two months. We don't know what's going on with our beloved people. We don't know if they're alive, if they're harmed, if they're injured, if they're sick. We don't know anything. And Jennifer said it there, two months. It's been two months since the deadly Hamas terror attacks, which kicked off two months of brutal, bloody war in Gaza that the Hamas-controlled health ministry says has killed over 17,000 Palestinians. What I found is that there really isn't much sympathy left in Israel anymore at all. Today, a look at the mood on the ground in Israel and what it could tell us about the next month of war. From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Rind. CNN's Jeremy Diamond has been in Israel since the very start of the war. He's in Tel Aviv now. I caught up with him on Friday afternoon. Jeremy, so big picture, how would you describe the overall mood of Israel right now, two months after the Hamas terror attack? Listen, it's people are still very, very supportive of this war effort. They are very much still traumatized by what happened on October 7th, as if it had happened yesterday almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's still very present in the minds of many Israelis. You know, we had that week-long fragile truce between Israel and Hamas, and I think that was the first moment that I saw, you know, some real expressions of joy from a lot of Israelis and a sense of hope about the fate of those hostages who were taken uh, captive by Hamas on October 7th. But now, you know, we're firmly back to a place where in Israel, this is a country very much back on a war footing. And I think that now the question is, can they get all of the other hostages out? And can Israel accomplish its broader war aims as it relates to Hamas? And I think that's very much still an open question for so many Israelis. Yeah, I wanted to ask because it's been a week since that truce fell apart and Israel has resumed military operations in Gaza. They've kind of moved things down to the south, but, but are still striking in the north too. And I know that the U.S. has, you know, urged Israel to be more careful, more precise, to avoid these huge loss of civilian life that we continue to see. So I guess, is Israel being more careful? Like, do we have any proof of that? 
Israel is definitely listening to the U.S. Whether or not they are putting what they are hearing into action is another question altogether. We have watched as Israel has, uh, at least on paper, sought to kind of ramp up its efforts to protect civilians, right? They have been dropping more leaflets, ordering evacuations of certain areas around Khan Yunis, uh, the second largest city in Gaza, which is really the focus of Israeli military operations at the moment. But beyond that, of course, you know, there are people in southern Gaza who evacuated from northern Gaza, and now they're being told to evacuate again. Right. And even as they're being told to evacuate, they are watching as some of the areas where they're being told to evacuate to, like Rafah, uh, the southern city in Gaza, is being bombed as well. Hmm. And so it's an impossible choice for so many Palestinian civilians who are basically sh- deciding between heading to areas that are not necessarily 100% safe. They may be safer than where they are, but not 100% safe or staying where they are and taking their chances. And some Gazans are indeed making that choice. The way Israel defends itself matters. You know, Secretary of State Blinken said that Israel, you know, is heeding calls for better protecting civilians, that he's seen important additional steps, he said, in the direction of doing that. It is capable of neutralizing the threat posed by Hamas while minimizing harm to innocent men, women, and children. And it has an obligation to do so. Ultimately, that's not just the right thing to do. It's also in Israel's security interest. The prime minister and members of the war cabinet agreed with the need for this approach. But he even acknowledged that the gap between the intent to protect civilians and the actual results are very, very different. Yeah, I guess when we see these images, right, of men in Gaza being stripped down and kind of herded up, it's hard to reconcile those two things, right? Yeah. And I I think, you know, first of all, of the images of women and children being pulled from the rubble and being brought to hospitals in southern Gaza look almost identical to the images of women and children being pulled out of the rubble and taken to hospitals in northern Gaza. Mm. And so we are seeing those images replicated. New images of Israeli soldiers detaining dozens of men stripped down to their underwear. The men are seen wearing blindfolds, kneeling on the ground or in the back of military trucks. And as you mentioned, we are also now seeing a tactic of Israeli forces apparently rounding up Palestinian fighting age men. The Israeli military claims that these are suspected terrorists, but we already know that while some of them could potentially be Hamas fighters or fighters with other militant groups, we already know that some of them definitely are not. And mm. that's because their relatives, their employers, including a news outlet, have identified them, including one uh, Palestinian journalist who, who was among them. Wow. I also wanted to ask about how we've heard in recent days Israel saying that they've kind of encircled a location where they think a senior Hamas commander is, that they've taken out some of these people. Is that a way to kind of deflect some of this concern about the way that they're going into these civilian areas and to say, hey, these are big targets here that we are close to and and close to to nabbing? I see it more through the lens of domestic politics in Israel. Hmm. I think that you know, the Israeli government is under pressure to show that they are making advances, to show that they are getting closer to the goal that the Israeli prime minister has laid out. Like actual results. Yeah, actual results. And and what could be more substantive than surrounding and getting close to nabbing, you know, the head of Hamas in Gaza, Yahya Sinwar. But even with that notion that they were s- surrounding his house, even the Israeli prime minister acknowledged effectively that well, he could still get away and he, he might not even be there. And, and the Israeli military has since indicated that he's more likely underground than, than in, you know, 
the residents that Israel knows he, he holds in Gaza. We'll be right back. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to Tug of War and my conversation with CNN's Jeremy Diamond. What about the hostages? Are those negotiations still happening? Like, what's the latest? They have really fallen apart uh, since that truce collapsed uh, a week ago today. You know, Israel has blamed Hamas. Hamas has blamed Israel. It, it does seem like one of the main sticking points is the fact that Hamas was unwilling or unable to release the remaining women being held hostage in Gaza. And Israel has kind of laid down this red line, which is until you make good on the first part of this deal of releasing all women and children being held hostage in Gaza, we are not going to move forward to talk about men mm. and Israeli soldiers, uh, which will come at a much, much higher price. And this week, there was a really kind of startling reckoning about all of this as uh, a handful of newly released hostages went before Israel's war cabinet alongside dozens of families of current hostages. And they effectively, many of them pleaded with the Israeli government to reach any deal. Every day that passes is a game of roulette in their lives. Why don't you release the prisoners? Release them all and bring them back. They live on borrowed time. Their lives are in your hands. You will return them all. They will not wait 50 days. They will not wait another year because you claim that they are strong enough. You have no information. You have no information. And another one of those former hostages said, look, these these people are living on borrowed time, in particular, the elderly who are being held hostage, especially now that they don't have some of the support in some of these newly freed hostages that that they once enjoyed. All day, they lie on mattresses. Most of them need glasses and hearing aids that were taken from them when they were kidnapped. While I was there, I helped them slowly get off the mattresses and be a little active. I don't know what they managed to do since I have left. I mean, so you have those feelings from people who have loved ones still inside Gaza, and then you have all the Palestinian heartbreak that we've seen in Gaza, which is just on an enormous scale. So I guess as this military operation seems like it's going to continue now, where is the country at, at the crossroads of those those two feelings? Do you get a sense that that is being felt by the average person in Israel? You know, I've actually been doing a lot of reporting on this notion of to what extent do Israelis care about Palestinian civilians, civilian casualties in Gaza? And what I found is that there really isn't much sympathy left in Israel 
anymore at all. Mm. And a lot of that has to do with the trauma of October 7th, the kind of shocking brutality of those attacks, the surprise nature of those attacks. And even among Israelis on the left side of the political spectrum, those who typically would have cared about civilian casualties, those who typically would be in the streets protesting right now uh, about the way in which the war is being conducted, even they no longer have that sympathy. And the Israel Democracy Institute just conducted a poll last week in which they basically asked, you know, whether or not the fighting should shift to try and reduce civilian casualties. Only 7% of Jewish Israelis said the military should shift to a different form of combat to reduce civilian casualties. 87% said they thought the fighting should continue as is. Wow. And that's just reflective of not only this sense in Israel that everyone is kind of mobilized in the war effort, that if you criticize the war effort, you are branded as a traitor. And also when you look at Israeli news channels, the suffering of civilians in Gaza just doesn't get much airtime. Mm. And so I think all of that kind of contributes to this picture that we are seeing of in a democracy where typically the thing that would kind of make you pull the plug or make the government kind of change their tactics is not working because everybody is kind of behind the war effort. And so that means that the only clock that is actually ticking on the Israeli government, the only thing that could actually make them change their tactics is U.S. pressure. And we are seeing that U.S. pressure ramp up whether or not it actually leads to a change in tactics or, or when it leads to that change in tactics is an open question. Jeremy, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, David. Tug of War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Anna Sterla, Paolo Ortiz, and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas, Dan DeZula is our technical director, and Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. We get support from Alex Manasseri, Robert Mathers, John Dionora, Lenny Steinhardt, Jameis Andres, Nicole Pesaru, and Lisa Namoro. Special thanks to Caroline Patterson, Michael Schwartz, and Katie Hinman. We'll be back on Monday with another update. You can head over to CNN.com or the CNN app for the very, very latest. I'll talk to you later. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.